Hey everyone, today is a Monday, so it's time for our typical study experience that we like to do. Our topic for NCLEX will be retinal detachment, retinal detachment. Hi everybody, come on and let me know where you are from in the comments. But today is also a very special day because as you guys know, this is the start of Remar Nurse University today. So tonight, 8 p.m., we will be here. We will be here. I hope you have signed up for it. Um, just a little information for those of you who are not familiar with Remar Nurse University. This is our very best. This is the very best. I'm really excited about this because this is the next-gen NCLEX review that I get to do for everybody. It's a free class um, and it's four weeks long. It will be starting tonight and it will run every Monday. It will run every Monday um, until June. Vegas is ready. I love that. <laughs> You'll be able to watch this on YouTube. You'll be able to watch this on Facebook as well, but um, show up. 8 p.m. Eastern time, convert that time zone, Vegas. So I think you're three hours behind me. Set your alarm wherever you are. I know I have people watching in the Philippines and um, Ghana, all over. And you have to bring this, okay? Bring yourself, bring a pen, and bring the workbook. I'm going to try to start on time. I'm going to try to have the, the there are some uh, Remar nurses who are going to come and just encourage you guys for a couple minutes on how to prepare for next gen NCLEX. It's going to be great. It's going to be really, really great. OK, um, but the workbook for tonight. Also, I just want to let me let me spotlight. We're going to get into it. So in your workbook, if you have it, you're going to see your schedule. OK, schedule is going to tell you the topics that we will be studying also, it will let you know the subjects that you will be studying in this book right here, which is, I was studying it earlier, but the required readings for RNU, they're kind of required readings, is from Quick Facts, okay, from Next Gen. So our patient case studies and our scenarios will be from this book. So if you have this book, you're there, all right? And then again, we will be filling out the questions based off of the clinical simulations. So this is our first patient tonight, Myra Keller. Myra Keller, we'll be going over it. And every Monday we'll be doing this. Let me tell you what this is not. This is not a typical lecture class. Um, this is not just looking at different question types for next-gen NCLEX. This is literally how to receive a patient, how to identify complications, and then anticipate the treatments. That's what Remar Nurse University is. It is very much like being in a clinical session, okay, which makes it unique. I want everybody to be there. I want everybody to be there. So Remar Nurse University, if you still need to sign up for it and get the workbook, super easy. Just go to remarnurse.com forward slash R-N-U. Or if you have my V2, it is in the file vault. It is in the file vault. So let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is retinal detachment. Now, there's something about retinal detachment you need to know. Topic in this book right here as well. I am hitting all the major topics for you guys who are testing soon um, at the information that I present today into the Quick Facts book that you're already studying, okay? So retinal detachment is a very 
important topic to know for NCLEX because what you have is a sudden change in your patient and sudden changes need to be identified by new nurses. And what, so what happens is the retina is detached from the um, epithelium, all right? And so this separation happens when there is an accumulation of fluid between the two of them. So you have this fluid that sits in, in the back of your eye and for whatever reason, there are many kind of reasons, there is a tearing away, all right, of the layers of skin. And so fluid gets in front of that, in front of that retina, okay, which it shouldn't be. And so with next-gen NCLEX, you have to be able to not only identify problems, but know the differences between problems. So retinal detachment in cataracts are sometimes put in front of nursing students and say, what's the difference? What's the difference between your patient saying, I think I have cataracts or I think I have retinal detachment? Okay. Which one... Which one is more serious? If your patient has a cataract or retinal detachment, who do you go to see first? This is good. This is good stuff. Cataracts is also in QuickFax, okay? So in general, both of these conditions are going to affect the eye, right? But your retinal detachment is going to be the, the priority, Okay, your retinal detachment is going to be the priority. Cataracts develops, it's a progressive, um, it's a progressive change in your patient. That retinal detachment is going to be a sudden change, right? The cataracts is going to focus on not the retina, but the what? The lens of your patient. So you'll have a progressively cloudy lens, right? Um, what else did I want to say about it? Oh, now, let me just keep on going because I'll get ahead of myself. All right. So that major point is cataracts and retinal detachment. You want to make sure if you have quick facts, you study both and you know the difference between the both of them. All right. So we're talking about the retinal detachment and we know it's a sudden separation. Okay. A sudden separation that is happening to our patient. So if this happens to our patient, we know they won't feel pain. So what will they have? What will they have? If you have next-gen quick facts, this is also on page 77 here. Let me read it for you. It says here, flashes of light, floaters, okay? Floaters are black spots. And this is just the clumping together that happens. Um, increase in blurred vision, a sense of a curtain being drawn that says over the eye, okay? Sense of a curtain falling. Loss of a portion of the visual field. Okay. Oh, somebody's from La somebody from Las Vegas. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, um, pain, painless loss of central or peripheral vision. Okay. If you don't have your RNU workbook that's happening tonight, click the link right in this video and you can get it. Okay. So we're talking about the manifestation. Okay the manifestation of retinal detachment. Yeah, retinal detachment. All right. 
So what are our nursing interventions? What should we be responsible for? What are we teaching? What are we doing for this patient? All right, bed rest for this patient. It's very important that this patient is not up walking around. And I, and I know you guys can think of several reasons why we would not want our patient with retinal detachment up walking around. Covering both eyes with patches as prescribed to prevent further detachment. Okay, so the patient can wear an eye patch, whether it's an eye patch over one eye or two eyes is the discretion of the doctor. And so a lot of things with retinal detachment, you don't have to be an expert on because the doctor will tell you how he wants you to treat it. All right. But you do have to know the signs and symptoms. You do have to know um, what the anticipated nursing intervention is going to be. Does that make sense? Okay, let's go back to this. Speak to the client before approaching, okay? If a client has any kind of visual deficiencies, you should not just go up and touch the client. You should not just, you know, start uh, beginning treatment. You need to go up and you need to go up and you need to approach the client with speaking. Hi, I'm your nurse. I'm in the room. All right. Um, position the client's head as prescribed. Again, there are several ways that the client's head can be positioned based off of the severity of that detachment. That's not for us to know. All right. And so sometimes I see um, students being asked for uh, the, the different head positions, um, usually, or the different types of retinal detachments. Okay. So do not get involved in memorizing the different types of retinal detachment. You don't have to know that at all, okay? Keep it very, very simple with this information. Good morning, Remar nurses. We've got to pause for the testimonial. May 24th, 2023, I passed NCLEX with 85 questions. Congratulations, Nurse Henry. We are so so happy for you coming on. What a great motivation. Everybody take a minute and say congrats to the newest nurse on the team. Congrats. All right. All right. Um, let's get back into our, um, our, our nursing interventions. We're talking about protecting this client from injury, preparing the client for a surgical procedure that would be prescribed. However, the doctor would like to treat this and minimizing eye strain, and of course, avoiding jerky head movements for this patient. Okay. So the surgical management is, there's several, there's several ways. Remember, with retinal detachment, you are essentially dealing with the fluid in the eye, um, the vitreous fluid in the eye. Okay, so it's behind the lens. And so what happens is that fluid begins to escape. So we have to, we have to address what is going on with that fluid. How can we keep the retina detached so that fluid is maintained in the back of the eye? All right, so surgical management, draining fluid from the subretinal space so that the retina can return to the normal position, okay? Or if the if that uh, vitreous fluid is leaking, sealing the retina 
breaks by cryosurgery. Mm. So a cold probe is applied to the sclera to stimulate an inflammatory response that leads to adhesions. It's a very, very um, serious procedure for the delicate eye tissues. Diothermy is the use of an electro needle and heat through the sclera to stimulate an inflammatory response. Okay. What do we have up? We have laser therapy. Okay, and laser therapy is just what it sounds like. You're stimulating an inflammatory response to seal the small retinal tears before attachment occurs. So when you're dealing with the eye heat, heat on the eye tissue will cause it to stick together. So we see heat or cold. The idea is that the, the leakage of the vitreous fluid okay, that happens when the retina detaches, it needs to be closed off. It needs to be sealed. And so creating inflammation in the eye will do that. Now, let me ask you this. This is just a clinical, um, clinical judgment, critical thinking question. And that is, if a patient has retinal detachment, would their intraocular pressure increase or decrease? What do you guys think? If you were put in a situation where you were considering if a patient had retinal detachment or glaucoma, would increased intraocular pressure be expected in retinal detachment? What do you guys think? This is how we take it to the next level. Ah, so this is where I'm going to get you guys because the answer is actually decreasing. Okay, because you're having that you're having that fluid escape. All right. So it's escaping. So that intraocular pressure is going to go down. Okay, remember that. Remember that, guys. All right. So we're also talking about how. Okay, we're talking about how you have uh, treatments. So laser therapy. Okay. Um, scleral buckening to hold the coronal and retinal together with a splint until scar tissue forms. So scleral buttoning me, buckling means you're putting a band. You're putting a band around the retina to hold it together. Pneumatic retinoplexy. So pneumatic just means what air, okay? A retinoplexy, insertion of gas or a silicone oil to promote retinal attachment. So the agents float against the retina to hold it in place until healing occurs. All right, so you guys may see this on one of our questions coming up. Nursing management, what do we do? What do we do? Maintain, all right, maintain eye patches as prescribed. Okay. Monitor for hemorrhage. Prevent nausea and vomiting and monitor for restlessness. Monitor for sudden sharp eye pain. Discourage deep breathing, okay? Oh, I'm sorry, encourage deep breathing, but avoid coughing. Makes sense, makes sense. Provide bed rest as prescribed. 
We're talking about rectal detachment. Position client as prescribed depending on the location of the detachment. Administer eye medications as prescribed. Okay. Okay. So are you guys understanding now the importance of identifying retinal detachment? When you talk about retinal detachment, even when um, you're reading about it in the quick facts, what you will see is it's not a long, it's not a very long topic. It's not a very long topic because the focus is going to be for you as a nurse to identify the signs that a patient will report, the clinical signs, and then also understanding your nursing interventions post whatever procedure that the doctor that the doctor prescribes, okay? So any of those procedures that we just talked about, what you're going to focus on is covering both eyes with patches, no coughing for the patient, no sneezing, strict bed rest, keep head of the bed elevated. Um, it says here, um, I'm reading the clinical priorities from Quick Facts. Okay. The client should assess, I'm sorry, the nurse should assess the client for flashes of light, floaters, or black spots. The black spots will indicate bleeding. Okay. Uh, you may get a a question where NCLEX is like, if a patient has black spots, does that indicate shadows, like shadows of objects? That would not be the right answer. The answer would be bleeding. The position of the client's head depends on the location of the detachment. So yes, some patients have to be in high fowlers. Other patients may have to be face down. All right, so main points of this, I don't wanna leave without doing this, but my major point for today was to get you guys ready for Remar Nurse University. So I'm not gonna tarry long on today, all right? Okay, also, other nursing management, that's on page uh, 77 of Quick Facts. Avoid sudden head movements or anything that increases intraocular pressure. Assist with activities of daily living. This is, um, think about this as post-procedure, okay? Because when a patient has retinal detachment, that increased intraocular, that intraocular pressure is going to decrease during the attachment because fluid is leaking out. But once the retinal detachment has been surgically repaired, you're going to monitor for an increase of intraocular pressure, okay? Instruct client to wear dark glasses during the day and eye patch at night. Limit, oh, encourage follow-up care and instruct to limit reading to three to five weeks, limited reading that puts strains on the eyes. Instruct the client to avoid squinting and straining, lifting heavy objects and bending from the waist, okay? Because when you bend from the waist down and you, that increases the intraocular pressure. So after the procedure, we want to avoid that, okay? All right. Okay, I was not gonna do questions today, but I'm gonna do I'm gonna do three questions really quickly on this topic, all right? And then we are going to just talk a little bit about our motivation and then we're all gonna go so we can get ready for tonight because it's a big deal tonight. Okay, first question is this. The registered nurse is performing an admission assessment on a client with a diagnosis of detached retina. 
Which of the following is associated with this eye disorder? Number one, yellow sclera. Two, curtain falling across vision. Three, total loss of vision. Four, pain in the affected eye. What do you say? Ah. Okay, I love the content. It's coming through right now. <laughs> Great job, everybody. It absolutely is number two. Four, four detached retina, curtain falling down. Okay, um, a characteristic manifestation of retinal detachment described by the client is a feeling that a shadow or a curtain is falling across the visual field. No pain is associated with retinal detachment. A retinal detachment is an ophthalmic emergency and even more so if the visual acuity is still normal, okay? Doesn't matter if the patient can still see fine, it is a medical emergency, okay? Good job. Next question is this. A client with retinal detachment is admitted to the nursing unit in preparation for a scleral buckening procedure. Which of the following would a nurse anticipate to be prescribed? One, wearing dark glasses. Two, elevated head to 45 degrees. Three, bathroom privileges. Four, eye patch on client's affected eye. Go ahead and tell me what are we going to expect? Also, I want to show this, this, okay. Hey, got a comment here from a Remar nurse. Hi, Professor. Remar nurse here from Arizona. Thank you so much for a quick facts V2. All right, together, I passed my NCLEX on 522-23. Thank you so much. We want to tell you congratulations. And we are looking forward to seeing your testimonial video. I want to, I want to see it. All right, I got a special prize for you too, for all of, the, all of those of you who do pass NCLEX. Um, go to remarners.com forward slash party. Party. Amazing. Okay, what do we have here? Most of everybody pick number four. Is there anybody that didn't pick number four? Okay. Yes, good job. That is actually correct. The nurse places an eye patch over the client's affected eye to reduce eye movement. Yeah, that's right. You're not looking around. So some clients may need bilateral patching depending on the location inside of, of the retinal break. Activity restrictions may be needed immediately. These restrictions are necessary to prevent further tearing or detachment and to promote drainage of any subretinal fluid. The nurse positions the client as prescribed by the physician. Yes, great, great job. All right, last and final question is this. This is a good one. The mother of the client with retinal detachment reports to the healthcare provider that they are scheduled for surgery on Friday. What is the diet advised to the client prior surgery, prior to surgery, okay? Number one is MPO, two clear liquids, three small frequent meals, or four, diet as tolerated. What say if you guys here? I love this question. I'm gonna see how y'all do, and then I'll tell you why I love this question. 
It's a great NCLEX question. So good. I see there's a split too, which I knew it was, I knew the split was coming between one and four. Some people are like, it's number one. And then others are like, clearly it's number four. <laughs> but only one answer is safe for NCLEX. That's it. And this is the challenge with NCLEX. Um, the answers will they will all look like they can make sense. You can make a, a reason and a push for all of them, but only one is right, okay? And remember guys, the one that is right, particularly if you're, particularly if you're showing up for Remar Nurse University, <laughs> safety, safety has to guide you. If you don't know which one is right, I need you to look at it right now and say, NPO, what is the reason for NPO? Or number four, what is the rationale for allowing my patient to have a diet as tolerated? So it's layers of thinking, okay? The correct answer is absolutely number one, okay? Surgery, surgery, okay? Don't matter what type of surgery, you know, you know before a patient has surgery, no, absolutely no food, okay? And this is retinal surgery, okay? Clients with retinal detachment or their family members contact their physicians. They should be advised to do what? Keep that patient MPO. Keep that patient MPO. Because of what? Even if you didn't know retinal detachment, you see surgery on NCLEX and they're asking you what should the patient be able to eat? The safest thing for you to pick as a new nurse with no experience is nothing. Because when you eat something and whether you're put to sleep or not, okay? We know this patient's gonna be given something, some sort of anesthesia, some sort of sedative, some sort of something that's going to you know, lower their consciousness so they're not combative, so they can relax. We're going to try to avoid intraocular pressure afterwards. And if a patient has eaten and they get some sort of anesthesia, okay, what can happen afterwards? Nausea and vomiting. Nausea and vomiting, right? Risk for aspiration. So the safest thing for you to pick on NCLEX if a patient is going for surgery is an NPO diet, okay? Even if you're thinking, oh, it's just the eye. Oh, it's just the, you know, it's just a wound. For NCLEX, lead with safety, okay? Uh, a little bit too many people, a little bit too many people, that's my English word today, picked number four, diet is tolerated. So I really want to make sure that we hammer in on that point because that should have been a, a very easy question for us, okay? Now, let me tell you this, guys. Remar Nurse University starts tonight. It starts tonight. And I have to make mention of this because it's super important. Here in, um, here in the United States, this is considered a holiday on today and it is Memorial Day. Memorial Day is really significant because it recognizes, 
it recognizes the soldiers who sacrifice their lives for freedom. Okay. Sacrifice their lives for freedom. And when we celebrate this, when we celebrate this, we are thinking of our loved ones. Okay. Who may have done that for us. We are also thinking of, you know, even strangers who we don't know and who didn't know us, but thought that our freedom was so important that they made the ultimate sacrifice. So I just want to acknowledge the importance of this day and also remind you guys for Monday Motivation, never take what you have, which is time for granted. That's the most precious gift that you have. You have time. Um, and so as we are seeking to plan out our days, okay? As we are seeking to plan out our days, as we are seeking to, you know, uh, make decisions and make plans and build and buy and all these things. We need to, we need to be grateful for those who paid the price so we could have these freedoms to do that on today. Okay. So happy Memorial day. Yes, I agree. Freedom is never free. Freedom is never free. Somebody has to, um, secure that for us. Okay. All right. Um, and so happy Memorial day, everybody classes tonight. Remart Nurse University. I'm not going to keep y'all long. This is really simple. Classes tonight. Remart Nurse University starts very soon. It starts very soon. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Set your alarms. Convert. Convert your time here. Okay. Um, free next gen NCLEX review. That is what Remart Nurse University is. You can watch it on Facebook and YouTube. Somebody's asking, will you be able to replay it? I'm pretty sure you can. I can never make bold promises, but I think we'll leave it up at least for the night. Okay. So if you're not on time or if you miss parts of it, you should be able to watch the replay. All right. Well, we're going to be putting, I'm going to be going live every Monday. Okay. Somebody says, see you at eight o'clock. Yes. Bring yourself pen workbook. Okay. Okay. Self pen workbook. You have the V2, which is my full comprehensive NCLEX review. That's in the file vault of the V2. If you still need to sign up for it, it's not too late, okay? And because this is on YouTube, just like you're watching me right now, probably YouTube or Facebook, it's going to be free, okay? All right, it's going to be free. We'll be going live every Monday. Our patient tonight will be Myra Keller. Myra Keller. If you have this Quick Facts book, we will be doing topics including blood pressure, cardiac medication, myocardial infarction, nitroglycerin, okay? I will also be spotlighting V2. For those of you who don't know what V2 is, I will be playing a video from my full comprehensive NCLEX review because content, content, content is key for passing NCLEX. And so I love being able to present and teach content. But tonight, heavy critical thinking, heavy clinical judgment. I can't wait to see you guys there. Remember this, 8 p.m. Eastern time, whatever time zone it is for you. But it'll be 8 p.m. live, Eastern time. I'll see you tonight, guys. Bye.